Good morning, Lucy here, just walking home from taking my son to his second day at high school. It's exciting. Um, something, as usual, just kind of crossed my mind, I thought is worth sharing, is the narcissist and trophy supplies and how this links to sadism. I know, tenuous, but we'll get there. So narcissists are, and obviously I always talk about things that happened to me, okay, or that I can identify with because many, many, many people have come to me with this same issue. Um, and what happened to me that's relevant to this podcast is basically it's, I, I'm still, I'm six years narc, well, I'm six years narc two free. So that's Jonathan in my first book, Dangerous Normal People. So I'm six years away, from, well, six and a half years away from him, but I still have pennies dropping. I still have, uh-oh, moments where something just clicks into place. It doesn't upset me anymore. Um, what happens now is I just go, Oh, for goodness sakes, you know, rather than being like, you know, oh no, you know, and so that's, that's healing. Um, so he used to take me, I never felt like I was being showed off. Um, it was very insidious um, and he took me to a variety of places and I met a variety of people across the sort of two and a half, we were, we knew each other two and a half years, but we were only in a relationship for two. Um, and I'd never been in one of these relationships before so it wasn't like I was looking for the signs it wasn't like my instincts were ready for oh here we go again Um, or that something felt off or strange you know this guy had had groomed and love bombed me idolised me for six months got what he wanted out of me in June 2016 Um, so by the time any slightly odd behaviour started occurring I would either dismiss it ignore it or rationalise it as being part of his uh, personality. There was just no... The red flags were constantly being turned green just by me being uh, just so inexperienced, or as I thought I was at the time. And he, he had this thing about taking me to all these different places. I mean, he didn't... He wasn't supposed to drink, and he was supposed to be clean from drugs. So, you know, it wasn't like we went to bars or clubs. That was very rare. Um, and we would occasionally go for meals. But his sort of social life was the gym, swimming pool. Well, yeah, because he worked there, but he also used that to hunt his, his victims. So that was also, he saw that as a social life because he had no respect for his place of work. Um, gyms, swimming pools, I uh, gyms. So that was something else that stands out just suddenly as I'm talking to you there. Um, different gyms, different swimming pools, different AA, different AA meetings. There was once even a CA meeting. Um, one that stood out was Saturday Night Fever in the uh, Gobbles um, he took me to all over the city to different gyms, swimming pools and AA meetings that was his main three sort of places and like I say at no point did I feel like I was being showed off because I wasn't dressed up um, and these were places that were supposed to be good for us good for his sobriety Um, and perfectly normal to go to the gym and the swimming pool and to support your partner in meetings. I just thought that's what was normal. I'd always had relationships with people who could drink and um, and party with the best of them or where we were both financially or one of us was financially stable enough to go for meals out a lot, which we weren't, unless I paid, of course. Um, So this became part of our lifestyle. And it's just suddenly struck me that the reason why he was taking me to all these places, 
showing me off to all these different people different gender genders ages different statuses different settings different situations um was because he was almost always trying to upset a supply um and by proxy humiliate me you know i'm like working out and i'm swimming and i'm like hi my name's lucy and oh it's nice to meet you lucy and all these people he introduced me to absolutely knew i was just another hot main supply and that there was all these other ones going on and it explains odd look i used to get funny looks and people would be like a frown and you'd walk in a room and there'd be a strange atmosphere i never picked up on this i was too busy looking adoringly at the a man that would soon become my soul murderer um i had no suspicions at all um he took me to the saturday night fever one and i remember a girl pulling him aside we sort of skinny thing dark hair quite pretty as i recall um but pretty in a junky way um and I sat in the car and I obviously you can't hear anything you could just see and I could see them having what seemed to be quite a heated conversation leaning towards an argument but this point I was well into devaluation phase I was totally trauma bonded absolutely in the fog and I remember just sitting in the car watching this and you know everybody else would be going who the fuck is she why is she arguing with my boyfriend why has she been shooting me for filthy looks all night why is he even stood there talking to this strange girl while i'm sat in the car locked in the car you know duh lucy um that took ages to click by i think it was about three years till i suddenly remembered that event so we obviously know she was a supply so what he was doing is he was taking me to all these different glasgow city council gyms glasgow city council swimming pools which is his network because that was the organization he worked with. I say worked because I was told a couple of years ago he got sacked for sexual misconduct, uh, which was always his thing. Um, but if he still works there, tough titties, you shouldn't have lied to me. Um, so the Glasgow City Council, all these different Glasgow life bases and all these different AA meetings was because in all of these different locations were supplies or clever, fantastic women that had finally dumped him and he wanted to upset them and piss them off and get them to reverse Hoover and get them and trigger them and hurt them by showing off me a hot main supply. Um, and I was the, 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 the kind of, the, uh, the, obviously the, skip, the downfall of that was that I was, he knew what he was doing. I was bait. I was, I was, I was, a, I was bait on a hook to upset females he'd abused or to make females that he was abusing jealous and there was obviously always one main next and I think he was also always trying to wind her up and rile her up um, as well because a lot of the stuff that she would post online when she was trolling and harassing me would be references to places that me and him had been um, so he was ticking all her boxes all the time as well because um, she knew exactly what my name was what I looked like and where I'd been before I even knew she existed so he was feeding her information by taking me all over the city and then the network of her network of flying monkeys was finding out but he wanted them to so there's a sadism in that in enjoying side supplies and main supplies embarrassment humiliation and pain at this um posturing and peacocking with with an innocent who thinks they're in a loving relationship with them um 
And then you've obviously got the fact that they're making themselves look good. So there's Machiavellianism in there because they don't, they don't do that with Mingers, right? The Minger supplies um, are all just sat in his phone, named after places that he's pumped them. They're not getting taken and it ha- with arms around them and hands being held and this is this is Lucy. Da, 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 da. They're not getting that, okay? So there's a reason why they select a certain supply to peacock all over the place because you are such high supply, you are perfect to embarrass the other ones who are not getting taken here, there, and everywhere, you know, um, and introduced to everybody. So you've got it's just Machiavellianism, sadism, and that posturing. I don't think for one second my case is rare, or unusual because. All of those different personality traits and behaviours absolutely fit within the dark tetrad uh, of four dark personality structures. And of course, narcissistic personality disorder is one of those four. So it all fits. Um, So I'd be really interested if you want to find me on YouTube or Instagram or Twitter or even on Quora. Um, and just comment and just say, yes, I listened to this podcast. I it was also a trophy. Um, and I also now realise it was absolutely sadistic. And it was premeditated, insidious, planned behaviour with absolutely no uh, empathy for what, what he was doing or she was doing, if it was a female that your narcissist was. So thank you for listening. Um, have a look at my books. I write as L.W. Hawksby. Pop that name into the Amazon search bar. P- take your pick. There's three books there. Two more will be joining them this year. Um, I am the narcissist hunter. <laughs>